Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107. Have you ever had anything banned from your house, whether you were a kid or maybe you're the parent now that's banning something? I remember when I was a kid, my dad did not like us watching Maury or The Simpsons. So we just watched it when he wasn't home. Maury makes sense to me. Yeah. The Simpsons, I remember when it first came out and people were like, oh, there's a son who's back talking his father. Well, we can't be watching that. The backlash from The Simpsons was it was very disrespectful to call yeah. your parents by their first name. Well, and don't have a cowman that mm-hmm. he'd say things like that to his dad. And doy, duh, like whatever, the belching, all of it. Right. Parents hated it. But Maury would always be on when my dad was pulling into the driveway. So my sisters and I would watch it and we'd be listening for his vehicle and we'd turn it off. Shut her down, yeah. There's a lady that is in the news uh, because she is banning something from her house and wants it banned from all houses. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. She was on the news. A worst case scenario is that you unleash hell on your kids. Jamie Gooch is a mother of three. This time of year, fall harvest is heavily celebrated in their household, but Halloween is not. It grieves me, the thought of exposing our kids to darkness. Gooch says there's a spiritual war being waged against homes in America, and Hollywood is part of the problem, and right now, one film in particular. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. In a recent Facebook post, I was a little bit scared when I hit post because I was afraid of the reaction that I would get. Gooch advises moms against letting their kids watch Hocus Pocus 2. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. This sounds like an episode of uh, Glorious Gemstones. I don't know if you've seen that, but oh, like yeah. it's it almost sounds like satire. Uh, yeah, a like satire a, take onion. on religion. I remember there was a kid in school that was telling us this was in elementary. It said that there was no potpourri allowed in their home okay. because if it accidentally caught on fire, it could summon the de- a demon. Potpourri was very popular in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like every house had Sorry, it. Sorry, what was? Potpourri. Okay. Because there's poopery as well. Oh, am I, I thought, saying it wrong? Yeah, you were saying poopery, and that's the stuff you put in the bathroom <laughs> when you spray in the toilet before you take a dump, oh, and then right. it, it helps Sorry. with the smell. I meant to say potpourri. potpourri yeah. There we go. <laughs> that's better. Okay, so hit us up. What's something that was banned in your household? Maybe a friend's house? Maybe right now with your kids? Mm. Like Murray hit us up and said slime. Okay. Not allowed in their house. And I get it. Slime is a disaster. I don't uh, let my wa- daughter watch YouTube. So many times I'd walk into the room and be like, what are you watching? Yeah, that's inappropriate. That There's after- so many weird things on there. Yeah, and like adults pretending they're doing kid voices and opening gifts and stuff. I was like, you're learning nothing from this. Go watch Caillou. No, Caillou's not better. Caillou is such a brat. He is the worst influence on children. Well, that's what I meant, though. Like, it was better <laughs> to put her in front of that than some of those YouTube shows. What was banned from your house when you were a kid? My parents wouldn't let me own a uh, video game console. Well, your parents quite religious. Maybe they thought it would rot your brain. They'd rather you no, be reading. They, what? they weren't, like, super religious. Oh, really? Okay. We, we went to church every Sunday, but it wasn't, no, it wasn't about that. It was just they knew that they'd never see me again. <laughs> it's so true. You would be addicted. Yeah, I, I absolutely would have been, yeah. So I'm actually kind of thankful for that. I look back at my childhood, and there's a lot of forts built and quads jumped and 
snowmen built. You know what I mean? Lots of core memories there. Well, you do have an addictive personality, which yeah. I think I, I do admire you because you've said you would never try hard drugs because you just know yourself and you'd be like, oh, I'd, I'd love it. <laughs> it's true. Whereas yeah. I don't have an addictive personality. So that's why you've done them all. I've done everything. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I haven't. Absolutely not. I, I passed dare with flying colors. Yeah, a girl. So hit us up with something that was banned from your household. This after a woman was trying to warn other parents. So she went on the news and said, do not allow your children to watch Hocus Pocus 2 because it could bring some evil spirits into your home or life. Sure. What was banned from your house? Uh, when I was a kid, um, my mom used to work at a convenience store and she had got robbed at gunpoint. So toy guns and ski masks were not a thing allowed in our house. You know, that's a valid thing to ban from your house, especially if yeah. you have yeah, trauma yeah, attached no to kidding. it. Uh, but what if yeah. you were to go skiing? <laughs> Uh, well, we had to wear a tube and a scarf. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you poor thing. Murray had to sacrifice his poor nose in yeah. the cold Alberta right. winters. Yep. <laughs> All because of some turd that was trying to steal some beef jerky. Yeah, and didn't even get anything. <laughs> Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, Ricky's text made me laugh because I'm just visualizing every child watching pro wrestling. It was banned from Ricky's okay. house, and we all know why. Yeah, they watched it once and turned their basement into a wrestling ring. Yeah, you you get through the first match, and all of a sudden you're just wrestling with your buddy. You got bleeding noses everywhere, yeah. holes in the walls. Like I'm convinced. Whenever my girlfriends give birth to boys, I say, "Good luck. Say goodbye to your walls." Yeah, like, don't. There's going to be holes everywhere. Yeah, don't worry about that drywall in the basement for 14 years. <laughs> Just true. leave it as cement. It's so true. 780-784-7107. Uh, what was banned or is banned from your house? Crystal, what do you got? Glitter. Glitter, 100%. Don't you think, like, as someone with the name Crystal, you would appreciate <laughs> things that are shimmery and shiny? Yeah. You know, that's a great point. <laughs> but... <laughs> But when my kids get it, like, through every nook and cranny of my house, no. Just no. Yeah, I remember uh, there was a stretch there, both kindergarten, grade one for my daughter, where every birthday party, like, it would just the bags, the gift bags would be loaded with glitter. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why are we putting it in gift bags? Or the actual, like, tissue paper would have glitter attached <gasps> to them, and yeah. that would come off, and you could never get it off of your skin. Yeah. Right? It falls off. Exactly. And then, it, yeah, it ends up in your skin, on the carpet. Throughout the house, on my dogs, just no. <laughs> no, there's enough. I Crystal, that's enough glitter in my house. That's enough shine in exactly. my house. Exactly. You are the shine. <laughs> that's right. Play. I cannot believe what's happening right now. I know. I knew it was going to happen, though. No, that, that's this is why. absolute trash. I, I knew it would trigger you, and I knew the listeners would step up and agree with me. Mm. Stovetop stuffing is better than anyone's homemade recipe. Even grandmas. Even grandmas. Uh, you're, maybe your grandma's a terrible cook. <laughs> that is so I rude. can't believe I just said that. You keep Joan's name out of your mouth. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I knew it. And it's cheap. This is stupid. How much is a box of stovetop? A dollar fifty? I actually maybe? think I got an ulcer. This is angering me so much. We got a text saying, Lisa, you need to try stovetop with apples. It's heaven. It's the best. Toss out grandma's recipe. No. Are people actually saying this? Yeah. I don't know if they're being funny and just trying to get under your skin because they know that you're fired up or if they genuinely agree with me. But either way, I'm thrilled about it. I wish with everything in my heart that my grandma Mary was around to prove you very, very wrong. I love Susie's text. I'd agree, except mine. <laughs>
Okay. So Susie's is better than stovetop. It, it's too wet because it's actually coming out of the turkey, right? Well, then, but then you broil it right before you serve it. So Scott, first time texter, just wrote in saying very passionately, I am so tired of acting like I enjoy everyone's homemade stuffing. I get ecstatic whenever someone says they didn't have time and they pull out that delicious stovetop box. <laughs> I'm so okay, mad. You are the, we got to give it to him. The I, listener of the week. No, I'm not giving him that for that trash take. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the hell these uh, these cavemen are crawling out of, but stovetop is garbage. <laughs> stovetop is terrible. I also grew up on a farm eating, uh, you know, mom and grandma stuffing. And if I'm not getting some soft bread out of a chicken's pot under the broiler before dinner, it's over. I'm leaving. Yeah, I don't know what, what she's up to. Like, do you just enjoy somebody putting hot water in a box of croutons, Lisa? Or what? Yeah, that's it's good. What it is. No wetness. Give me a dry. Jesse, my wife, she makes ham or she makes hamburger stuffing. She puts meat in the stuffing because, you know, if all you're having is stuffing, at least you get some meat. I think it's terrible. <laughs> I don't enjoy it, but I still enjoy it. More than stovetop. It is like a box of croutons with hot water in it. Yeah, like, which is yeah, delicious. I don't like croutons. I don't like mixing them. Well, thank you for the passionate take. We appreciate it. Sorry, I was just a little bit worked up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no offense taken. We love it. All right. Thanks, guys. Love hey. the show. What's going on, man? So I'm all for the stovetop stuffing. Yes. I make I make Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner. I make the turkey, eight-course meal. I don't got time to make breadcrumbs, but you need to add to it. It can't just be stovetop and water. Okay, what are we uh, adding to it to make it You're going to add two, two sausage meats, the ones that come in the tubes, not little sausages, just the sausage meat. Then you're going to add celery, green onion, red onion, and bake it like a loaf of bread. It will come out like a meatloaf. And I'm telling you, I, I go to I go to parties. I'll go. My friend will be making uh, uh, turkey, and they'll be asking me to bring the stuffing. Really? See, I'm all for like pizzazzing up something like a stovetop stuff. Well, yeah, that... when you're making a big dinner, you don't have time to make breadcrumbs. And, and do Well, maybe you do. Maybe you do, but I don't. I work full time, and <laughs> you know the stovetop. You just got to add to it. If you have any leftovers, we'll be here Tuesday <laughs> morning won't. doing the show. There won't be leftovers. I'll, make, I'll bring you. I'll bring you a whole meatloaf pan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Daniel. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Have a great day and happy Thanksgiving. You, you as too. Well. We are joined by Wes, who is caller seven and is ready to kick off Thanksgiving weekend with a G. Well, imagine. Good morning, Wes. Hello there. All right. So here's how the game works. You're going to pick either Lisa or myself as your teammate. They'll leave the room. The other will give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in. They'll get the same five words. For everyone that hits, it's 25 bucks. If you get all five, it's $1,000. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay, who's your teammate today, Wes? Uh, Ryder, you're the man. Yep, get out of here. We're just going to wait for the door to close so he can't hear us anymore. All right, Wes, what is the first word that comes to your mind when I say twin? Uh, sibling. Lips. Mouth. Oh, sorry. Uh, kiss. Kiss. Okay. Kiss. Suspect. Suspect. Um. Suspect. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh. 
Criminal. That's a good answer. Dance. Dance, did you say? Yeah, dance with a D. Uh, music. And the last word, Wes, what comes to your mind when I say jump? Jump. Uh, jump. I don't know. Uh, this one's tough, I know. Jump. Jump. Hi, I don't know. Hi? That's not that's a good answer. All right, Ryder, come back in. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? That, he, that was a tough one. Ryder's <clears throat> coming in like he's walking into a, a boxing match, so he's ready to win you some money, Wes. All right. Ryder, what comes to your mind when I say twin? Oof. <laughs> twin. <laughs> We're struggling today. Oof. This is tough. <laughs> twin. Sibling? That's right! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the longest round of 1K wordplay ever. <laughs> you should have heard how long it took us to say a word on the last one. <laughs> Well, that one was tough. It was a tough start, but he said it right away. Lips. Oh, I'm torn between two words here. Lips. Let's go with mouth. It was a kiss. It was. Uh, and, uh, did you not? I feel like he started with mouse at mouth and switched it I to kiss. Did. <laughs> oh, damn. That's okay. We're not winning a grand today, but we can win up to 100 bucks. What comes to your mind when I say suspect? Crime? Criminal. We'll count it. Oh, nice. Nice. That was uh, very forgiving of you. Was it? <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. It's Friday. 50 bucks. Dance. Dance. Let's go with dance. Uh, grind? No, music. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Wes. Okay, so Wes has 50 bucks in his pocket. Maybe we can make it 75. This was one that Wes struggled with. Okay. Jump. Oh, man. Jump. Yeah, that's tough. I know. Jump. Let's go with hop. No, oh. he said hi. Mm. I was thinking like oh, air well. or... <laughs> Exercise. Jump was hard. Yeah, I didn't realize I, I how hard it was. The first word I thought of was rope. Just jump yeah, rope. That would be a good one. Around. Jump around. I don't know. Anyway, congratulations, Wes. You got 50 bucks to kick off your long weekend. Enjoy it and happy Thanksgiving. You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Yeah, Wes. cheers, man. Next what? chance to play Tuesday morning at 7.50. They came out with the top 100 karaoke songs of all time. Are you ready to blast through the top 10 here? Absolutely. Please tell me that the Grease Mega Mix is in there. It is not. What? At number 10, we have Brandy and Monica's The Boy Is Mine. Nine, Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Garth Brooks at eight with Friends in Low Places. Okay. Super Bass by Nicki Minaj at seven. Ooh, that one's a really fun one to sing. Some uh, Canadian content here. Alanis, You Ought to Know yes. at six. Okay. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Shallow. And number five. Mm, love it. Four, Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, keep in mind, these are songs that cater to the audience, not the person singing. The crowd has to be having as much fun as yeah. the singer. It's selfish if you go up there and sing a six-minute long song that nobody else is having a good time listening to. That's why Bohemian Rhapsody is okay, even though it's long, 
because it's so different throughout the it's song. Diverse, and yeah. people like to sing along to it. Continue. Well, and even like Gaga and Bradley Cooper Shallow isn't fun. It doesn't set a fun vibe, but it, there, there are the reasons in this article as to why, you know, there's room for sad songs and love songs in this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Number oh, two, interesting. Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Do, do you do all the parts? Like that's what's strange about that. You can go up with that. your friends and sing it. Yeah, you think you could find four other grown men to go and sing Bashy yeah. Boys at if, a drop of a hat? If you're at karaoke, what else are you there for? No, like I could do it with. Uh, I'm usually there with maybe four people. Is why I'm saying that. Actually, now that I think about it, sometimes when I've gone up to do "Wannabe" by Spice Girls, there's like two of us, and yeah. we'll do all the parts. But yeah, how do you yeah. decide who sings what? Exactly. You gotta rehearse. So I'm not there for that, and I'm not there for number one either. Uh, oh, number one is so good. Shania Twain hit the number one spot, and uh, you want to sing a little bit of it to prove that it deserves to be number one. I don't want to sing a little bit of it. Quit trying to make me look like a stage hog. Lisa wants the microphone, everybody. No. I just want to prove to you that when the beat comes in, we Mm -hmm. got a text yesterday into our show when we played Man, I Feel Like a Woman, and the text said, every time this song starts, it makes me want to kick down a door. And just give her. It's true. Listen to this. All right. Ready? Take it away. It's the karaoke version. Well, where is it? Let's go, girls. See? That's it? That's all you have to... I don't do anything else. You're not going to do anything else? I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. Let it all hang out. out. Okay, I get it. Free to make some noise. You can, like, strut around the room, like, talk right to tables. It's so fun. Yeah, okay. Number one's aggressive. I still think that Grease Megamix needs to be in the top ten. But I digress. Uh, I think there was a clear number one, and I'd like to perform a bit of it. If you don't mind, that uh, wasn't even in the top 10, and that's ridiculous. It's, is it the number one voted song on the text line so far, which is Baby Got Back? I'm very shocked to see how many people enjoy choosing that hmm. at karaoke. No. I, I never uh, see people perform it. That's not the one I thought should be at number one. This is... If you don't mind, I'll perform a bit of it. Okay. Tequila. That's it. Is that the only lyric? Yeah, but they say it again. Oh. We only have to wait a minute and a half for it. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> this is a perfect song to go up if you want to actually have a shot of tequila every time you sing it, because there's enough time for the bartender to uh, pour you a new one. That's a really good challenge, actually. <laughs> Might try that tonight. Here's another terrifying episode of Terror Tales. <laughs> So this was submitted to us by Karen, who actually used to be my boss when I worked in a tanning salon in St. Albert years ago. Does it have to do with someone getting locked in a tanning bed? No. That would be scary. So Karen emailed me and said, this happened over many years and would be sporadic. You know when you're all tucked in bed and someone sits on the edge of the bed and the sheets kind of tug away from you? This would happen to me, not every night, And sometimes months would go by with nothing happening. But when it did happen, it was so evident that it was happening. 
It always occurred when I would go to bed earlier than my husband, who was still downstairs watching TV or just not home at all. I sleep with earplugs, so I would never hear anything, and it would usually be before I was totally asleep. I would just always feel the tug. I would bug my husband about when he gets undressed or is taking off his socks to just never sit on the bed because he acted like he was 500 pounds bouncing around. So when this happened, I'd roll over to expect to see him getting into bed so I could yell at him for waking me up, but he was never there. Oof. It didn't terrify me completely, but it certainly gave me an uneasy feeling and would leave me laying there stiff as a board. This went on for many years in different homes that we lived in. Was it someone watching over me? Someone saying goodnight before I'd fall asleep? I just hope it's someone I once knew. It felt kind of friendly, so I'm thinking maybe. It hasn't happened in about two years, but I think of it often. But it could also be because of our new bed. We got it two years ago, and you can't feel when someone's moving around. Oh, that's creepy. So I just like to think that they might still be there, yeah. and they aren't some random creepy ghost. With an updated mattress, like those commercials you see where they drop, drop the, the, bowling, the ball. bowling ball and there's no movement, there could potentially still be a spirit or a ghost sitting there. She just can't feel the tug anymore. I bet that ghost is so disappointed. I know. Like, why would you update your mattress? Nobody notices me. <laughs> I don't think I hate anything more than getting terrified right before bed. Mm. It's so hard to fall asleep. And then when you do, there's like a 50% chance your dreams are screwed. Yeah. When you're laying in bed and you hear something or feel something, it is the worst. Thank you for the submission, Karen. Get yes. yours in, Ryder at play107.com. Unnecessary swearing is a segment we do, and this can happen to any political party with any stance or even to athletes, movie stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I feel like speeches could just have a lot more pizzazz and sparkle if there was swear words added into it. Well, you said there was a study done out of the U of A that if you have a swear word bleeped out in your advertisement, it gets more people's attention. 100%. So here is uh, Danielle Smith talking about her big win as UCP leader last night to replace Kenny. This is her speech to Alberta and to Canada. My fellow Albertans, over the last 117 years, we have written a remarkable story together. It's a story of pioneers and farmers, entrepreneurs and innovators, communities and shit. A place where the best and brightest come from every corner of this world to join with us in building shit, to live, to work, and to raise our families. Tonight marks the beginning of a new chapter in the Alberta story. It is time for Alberta to take its place as a senior partner in building a strong and unified Canada. This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free.